0: Welcome to Agents of Nothing, an episode by episode recap and analysis from the perspectives of a veteran and a new recruit. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Good morning, Agents of Nothing, and welcome to our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. We are your commanding officers. I'm Mariah. And I'm Caroline. And today we're going to be talking about season two, episode 21, SOS, part one. Yeah. So, Mariah, how was your week? It was fine. Nothing really much to talk about. Um, I've been hanging out with the guy I'm seeing a lot, mm. and he's been keeping me up to all hours of the night. Not get your minds <laughs> out of the gutter. <laughs> he's just a night owl, and I'm a grandma. <laughs>
1: Yeah, when Mariah says all hours of the night, she means like 10 p.m. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, it's so late. It's after 8.30. I gotta get home.
0: (laughs) Um, But yeah, and yesterday I went to a bridal shower brunch for my cousin, and I had chicken and waffles, so that was real fun.
1: The best breakfast food. Yes. Love
0: that. Uh, I, I can even forgive that the chicken was dry, because I had the syrup, mm-hmm. so it, like, balanced out. Yeah, it makes up for it. That's good.
1: <laughs> so how was your week, Caroline? For the most part, it's been, it's been pretty cool. Um, as for those of you who may be watching might have noticed, I have a new background here. Um, this mm-hmm. is not permanent, um, but in the closet that I usually record in... Um, I can hear my neighbor's dryer running so uh, <laughs> I had to I had to make shift a little a little fort real quick in the other room so I sorry if the sound is terrible um you're welcome if the sound is great <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah but we've been we've gotten a lot of like new like decor and stuff in this mm. week um So we finally have some curtains and an actual bed frame. We are no longer sleeping on the floor. Um, Oh. That was weird to get used to because, like, (laughs) even the bed frame that I had before was, like, it was really low. And now we're using it for the the second bedroom now. Um, But that bed has a box spring under it. And so, like, I don't have a box spring for my mattress. So it just was, like. It was really low, and now I feel like I'm, like, exposed. <laughs> I feel like I'm, like, sleeping <laughs> on a table. It was weird. Um, but, yeah, so we got that. We got some, like, plant hangers and a bird feeder and a fire pit for outside. We just got a bidet. Whoa. i real excited about that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it feels like we're, like, finally nesting, even though we've been here for three months now. Um, so yeah, it's been cool. right, you want to get into it? Let's do it.
0: Right, so this episode was written by Jeffrey Bell and directed by Vincent Misiano. Mm-hmm. For part one of the season finale, Ryan Sooks poster hints at Cal's transformation into the Mr. Hyde persona from the comics in an homage to traditional comic book covers
1: oh okay okay I figured it was like a Jekyll and Hyde kind of um homage I'm looking at it right now yeah I was thinking that like we totally should have done
0: just like an extra long episode we should have watched part one and part two as one episode because I cannot remember I don't think it aired all at once but it might have
1: I mean, it's an excellent place for a for a cliffhanger.
0: Yeah, I, I I keep seeing things, like talking about this as like part one of the two hour season finale, and I was like, I don't, I don't
1: recall that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, maybe it just didn't feel like two hours when you watched it. Maybe.
0: It also was
1: 10 years ago, so. (laughs) That is a long time to, like, keep that little (laughs) tiny factoid in your brain. Um, (laughs) But, oh well, we didn't do that.
0: (laughs) We didn't do that.
1: (laughs) So here we are. Only part one. Uh, So
0: who, who do we meet in part one?
1: We meet no one. There's no Thank one god. new. I'm so glad there was so much going on. I could not have handled <laughs> someone new.
0: <laughs> I could just imagine you being like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> <guy?"> is
1: this? <laughs> <laughs> it's episode twenty one. What are we doing? <laughs> so they did is a he good important job. Important
0: in season two? No, <laughs> season two, season three. Oh my god. Never mind. I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs>
1: Okay, so, we pick up where we left off, with Jiaying stumbling out of her office, bleeding. Skye runs to her side, and Jiaying alludes to Gonzalez shooting her by saying that he wanted to exterminate inhumans and that he had a gun. Very sneaky. Very sneaky on her part. Sneaky, sneaky. Um, sneaky, snake. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, uh, Jiaying immediately starts delegating while Sky is still, like, holding her. Um, Gordon to take care of Gonzales and Lincoln to get all the Inhumans to safety. Simmons offers to help by taking a look at Jaing's wound, but Jaing refuses any more of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s help and tells her to go away. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Oh. That's all I could think. Yeah. During I, all of this. I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> And that Gordon was in on it. I knew he would be, but like, ugh. <laughs> I expected better from you, Gordon. So May asks Colson, Hunter, and Fitz if they've heard from Morse, and no one has. So Hunter springs into action, of course. Simmons interrupts to tell them about the Jay and Gonzalez situation. Fitz says that that's what Gonzalez has been wanting all along, so it kind of makes sense. But Coulson believes there must be something else going on because, quote, Gonzales would never do that. Like, I, were we listening to the same council meeting in the last episode? Because yes, he absolutely would do that.
0: Literally. Why are they so sure that Gonzalez wouldn't do it? I mean... That blew my mind. I personally, I don't think he would be stupid enough to do it.
1: Yeah. But I believe that he would do it. He totally would. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was, that line made me so frustrated because (laughs) I was like, he, yes, he would. What do you mean? (laughs) It's crazy. So May goes to get the rest of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s people so that they can get the hell out of there. On the other Quinjet, Gordon and the other Inhuman beat the living crap out of two S.H.I.E.L.D. agents and use their Quinjet to start shooting at the afterlife. Damn. <laughs> Chiang, this is quite a plan.
0: The self inflicted gunshot and inhuman takeover of the jet and subsequent attack are classic false flag attacks. An attack by a group on their own group using a weapon from another group so the opposing group can be blamed.
1: Yeah. It's smart, <laughs> but I don't like it. No. <laughs> They're lying. <laughs> They're liars. I think that
0: was... As if that's the worst part of all of this. They're lying. They're
1: lying. (laughs) They are manipulating people by being untruthful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel like oftentimes, like, the plot line, the, like, plot trope that gets me a lot is, like, just constant miscommunication uh, leading to, like, a bunch of issues. But in this case, it was literally just, like, somebody being evil. <laughs> and I was like, no! That's not true! <laughs> I couldn't handle it. <sighs> um, so, the the bombs or whatever the Quinjet shoots almost hit Jia Ying herself and Sky and Lincoln as they help her hobble towards the medical area. Um, as they slowly get up, Jia Ying turns to Sky. <laughs> this this made me scream. Okay, <laughs> Jia Ying turns to Sky and asks why she would do this to them. <laughs> it's literally the Eric Andre meme. <laughs> Where he like shoots somebody and then he's like, "Why would they do this to us?"
0: <laughs> when when that happened, I went, "Hello!"
1: <laughs> oh my god, I I screamed. <laughs> That's the shit. I was like, "You you did it! What do you mean?" <laughs> I couldn't. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I. <laughs>
0: That's the one part I really don't get. I can understand almost all of Jai Ying's actions, except for that one part. I'm
1: like, yeah. what the fuck? Shit, okay, but like, because then Lincoln's like, yeah, Sky, why would you do this to us? This was your idea. And like, uh, Jai Ying, you are now turning everybody against your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you wanted her to stay here with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, to me, Jai Ying is almost like, Like, a Killmonger type thing. Like, I get where you're coming from, but you're going about it the wrong way. Yeah. Except for that that one part. I'm like, that does not make any fucking sense. (laughs)
1: Like, you bitch. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) Um... Anyway, so as Lincoln continues carrying Jaying away, Skye takes on a scra- straggling uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent and then May herself and wins! <laughs> like, she had a little bit of an advantage with, like, the new powers and stuff, but still, oh my god. That was an
0: incredible fight scene.
1: It was. It was really good. That, and you know I don't usually have things to say about fight scenes, but that was, it was impressive. I guess I really like like the the hand to hand combat kind of fight scenes that don't include Ward.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my mom just got home, so oh, okay. if if you can hear
1: noises in the background, that's her. <laughs> I haven't heard anything yet, so um, so Mac is literally on his way out, bag-packed, saying goodbye, when the ship alarms start going off, and he finds out that Gonzalez is presumed dead. Well, he is back in, folks! <laughs> Colson, May, Simmons, and Weaver meet up over Zoom to ask all the questions that we're all asking ourselves, too.
0: Gemma is honestly the only one talking sense. Like, yeah. even if she's wrong... It absolutely makes sense. <laughs> she was, like, the only one that was like, guys, no. Do we know the same Gonzalez? We absolutely literally. would do this.
1: Literally. <laughs> I, yeah, everybody else seems to hold him in too high of esteem, and I don't get it. <laughs> like, he has told you who he is over and over again. Like when May in the last episode was like he's a better man than you think he is or whatever. Why? Where? How? Where? Where do you see that? <laughs> Are we Who, what? When? Where? Or why? <laughs> explain. Elaborate. America. Explain. <clears throat> um. So Sky learns that while Jane can heal herself, it still takes time, and she feels all the pain that anyone else would. Lincoln accuses Sky of being part of this shield attack, and why? <laughs> I said it earlier, but why would Jiang devise a plan to make everyone hate Sky too? <laughs> Jiang gives a half-assed defense of Sky, saying that she feels just as betrayed as the rest of them, if not more. Before sending everyone away while she's getting her stitches or whatever. But really, she could have tried a little harder to be like, no, it's not Sky's fault. I like. I made this decision, I'm in charge, or something. She was just like, Sky feels just as betrayed as the rest of us. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: So Hunter is still freaking out about Morse not answering. So uh, Fitz pulls up the flight records and sees that the transponder, or whatever, was disconnected from that plane. So they also decide to look for the footage of Morse leaving the base. And Fitz just can't stop finishing Hunter's... Sentences. Thank you. <laughs> I knew you would catch it. <laughs> <clears throat> Sky goes to see Raina and accuses her of knowing exactly what would happen, even though Raina did literally tell them that this exact thing would happen. <laughs> the way that she was like, you knew that this would happen. Yeah, she told you. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: She said that She's she did.
0: She's like, I never denied that. <laughs> right. You guys didn't believe me
1: that's not my fault <laughs> um Raina says that she would love to talk more but there's no way Skye would actually believe her anyway Raina says that she's seen a vision of her true purpose to help Skye become who she was always meant to be to be the thorn that protects the rose <clears throat> or the daisy <laughs> I love that metaphor <laughs> Reyna says that while she and Sky won't ever speak again, she knows that Sky is supposed to become the new leader to save them all from Jai Ying misleading them. Interesting. I do I'm wondering if um because in the last episode I was jumping to the conclusion of like oh Reyna's saying that she should be the one to talk to Shield so that she can like get more power or whatever or like so that she can lead them. Um And I'm wondering if that was, like, a little diversion, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like she was being genuine, honestly. Like, because I know in the last episode you said, like, what authority does she have? I think it's less about the authority and less about, like, her wanting power as it is, like, she already knows me. Yeah. They don't trust her, but... (laughs) Yeah. They know her.
1: I don't know. I feel like this brings up, this episode brings up a lot more questions about the last episode, and specifically for Raina, because I immediately assumed, I guess what what everybody else in the show seemed to assume is that Raina was being sneaky. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's very interesting. But Raina doesn't
0: help herself by being Well, I guess she wasn't vague in that instant. She she said what needed to be said. Yeah. To just nobody believed her. Yeah. And so now she's being vague as hell. She's like, <laughs> "We will never speak again because I'm going to die."
1: <laughs> Don't tell anyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone, but I'm going to die today. <laughs>
1: Um, okay, so Gordon brings the S.H.I.E.L.D. pilot that he took hostage over to see Jai Ying. He says that Jai Ying's plan worked, and everyone will be willing to fight S.H.I.E.L.D. for her now. Most likely, including Lincoln and Sky. Then she says that she needs to heal, so she takes the hostage's face in her hands and, like, fucking sucks his life force out like a damn Sanderson sister. What the fuck was that? Oh, shit. I hated that. Oh, shit. Ugh. <laughs> It was like, (laughs) disgusting. (laughs) Coulson waits for Cal as he is escorted onto the base and asks why he's really there, like he would answer. Cal says he's a gift horse, a peace offering from my family. Uh, Coulson sends him away, and Simmons says she believes he's more of a Trojan horse, which is exactly where my mind went to.
0: Greek mythology.
1: Yeah. Um, She goes to analyze his vials in the lab. And Coulson asks if Skye is gone. May says she chose. Bitch, like, you didn't choose fucking Gonzalez. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) She thought that y'all attacked the family that she's been literally searching for her entire life. Honestly, if I was Skye in this situation, I would have chosen... That the Inhumans too. Yeah. Fitz and Hunter finally figure out that May left the base twice, so Agent Thirty Three must have taken Morse. This storyline was so random. <laughs> Thank you. I was Thank like, you. oh, they're just throwing this in here.
0: <laughs> I feel so vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it because every time a scene from this storyline comes up in in the script, I'm like. Why?
1: It's so, and it's just like I there was like just not much for me to take notes on either. I was like, what? It's like one sentence. <laughs> it's like a thirty second scene.
0: Uh,
1: anyway, so speaking yes. of, Morse is sitting with her arms tied to a table. Kara demanding that Morse admit what she did. Ward comes and says that they learned from Bakshi that Morse was the one who handed Kara over to, Bo- to Hydra to begin with. And so she is the reason that Kara was tortured. And so they are prepared to torture Morse until she admits it. And I like... So Yawn. You, like, okay. <laughs> until she admits it. You already know. Why does she have to admit it? <laughs> <laughs> this storyline always felt so forced
0: to me. Like, yeah. they needed a way to bring Ward back or, like, give Bobby and Hunter something to do. Eh. Yeah. Yawn. Yawns all around. Yeah. it's like...
1: Ward and Kara were both home free. They could have just gone off <laughs> and disappeared. <laughs> and, again, like, they already know that Morse did it. What does it matter if she admits it? Closure. Anyway, um, Sky visits Jia Ying and is shocked at how fast she's healed. She, which Jai Ying says, is thanks to good doctors and the generosity of others. What the fuck? What is that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Literally. Um. Jane says that she wants sky to be fighting on her side when they take the fight to shield sky hesitates so Jaying gives her the medallion thing that Gonzales brought and asks that Sky bring this back to her if she decides to fight with the inhumans which again was such a like she doesn't even know what this medallion means like why are yeah. you why are you using that just have her come tell you (laughs) be like let me know text me (laughs) let me know
0: either way it's totally cool if not
1: yeah (laughs) right because what was what was gonna happen if she said no i don't know i don't know what was gonna happen (laughs) because surely they wouldn't have let her go back to shield anyway um Colson and the team find the Quinjet footage of Gordon and realize that this was all a setup to make all the Inhumans, including Skye, believe that S.H.I.E.L.D. had declared war. Fitz and Hunter show them the footage of May apparently leaving with Morse. So they all head out to save Morse and try to guess why Ward may have planned this. I'm, hang on. I'm realizing how weird it was that they were like, oh, got to go save Morse now. The entire team. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of this. I,
0: I feel like maybe it was like, like a, like, oh, we need Bobby. She's our best fighter. I guess, but they didn't say maybe. that.
1: They just were like, no. oh, Morse has been captured. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so, so yeah, so they they all head out to save Morse and try to guess why Moore, why Ward may have planned this. And Colson said that uh, Ward's logic is rarely logical, so there must be a piece that we don't understand yet. And May says, there's a piece that Ward doesn't understand. When I find him, I'm gonna kill him. Which was a little cringy, but also don't tease me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ward is a sadistic torturer, of course giving Morse an anesthetic that will wear off shortly so that she can't adjust to the pain and it will just hit all at once. But Ward offers to let her avoid all of this pain if Morse will just admit what she did and apologize. See, now before they just said she had to admit it, and now she has to apologize too? You can't keep adding stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no taxis, backsies. You can't keep adding rules. <laughs> <laughs> You're moving the goalposts here. That's not fair! (laughs) Um, Morse half apologizes, but doubles down that though she made a tough call to tell Hydra where that safe house was in order not to blow her cover, she still believes she made the right call. And regardless of what she may say to them while they torture her, she will never meaningfully apologize to the two of them because she would still make the same call now.
0: Again, I... I just really have trouble making myself give a shit about this storyline because it's so gratuitous for no reason. Yeah. Like, it makes me queasy and I feel like it's pointless. Right.
1: Like, I don't know. I guess if they were just going to kill her, like, okay, I guess. I don't like that either, but, yeah, it just felt so random and, like, just unimportant. (laughs) It's so random and line. so
0: unimportant, but also, like, it is so graphic. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's, like, the worst part of the episode. And, like, I just... And if, completely if unrelated
1: were, to the main storyline. Yes. Yes. I feel so vindicated, honestly. <laughs> No, it is. And that's what I was saying in, like, the last scene where they all were just like, oh, guess the whole team is going after Morse now. It's like, you have a much larger problem on your hands currently. You got shit to do. <laughs> yeah. And, like, li- literally what Morse was saying is, like, the the good of the many outweighs the good of the few or whatever, like... um. The, the whole of the mission is more important than, than one person or one agent. And, like, I don't know. It just, it just felt weird. It's very weird. It felt weird. very <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, so Weaver and Coulson are on a Zoom call arguing over the next course of action. Weaver is dead set on a swift attack. Um, that was the Taylor Swift reference for this episode, by the way. <laughs> um, while Coulson wants to gather more information and see if there could still be a peaceful solution while there's still an agent within the afterlife. Weaver doesn't give two shits about Sky though. While Coulson is attempting to convince Weaver that Skye could still be useful to them, he sees that Mac hasn't left yet. And Mac actually agrees that they should try and find a peaceful f- solution before waging a full on war. And Weaver is fucking pissed at this. I don't understand. I don't understand why this woman is so obsessed with killing people.
0: <laughs> I don't know. She was just a nice professor last season, like yeah. the
1: fuck. <laughs> and now she's like, we have to kill them. <laughs> it has to happen now. <laughs> and like, I know. I was just saying the. Like, she even said what I was just saying, the, the, um, the whole of S.H.I.E.L.D. is more important than just Sky, um, but also, like, she wants a full-on war. (laughs) That will kill a lot more people. (laughs) Yeah. So, Coulson goes to see Cal in the dungeon, and Cal is freaking out. Maybe tweaking out. I don't know. Um... Colson subtly asks, what kind of murder juice Cal is all hopped up on? I kind of love Cal
0: in this episode. <laughs> He's just a silly, goofy guy. Yeah. A silly, goofy, murderous guy. <laughs> he,
1: was, it, he was much more entertaining than Morrison Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the lab, Coulson asks Simmons what they figured out about Cal's murder juice. And she's found quite a cocktail here to create an attempt at super strength, including steroids, methamphetamine, gorilla testosterone, and a drop of peppermint because he's not a complete monster. (laughs) Coulson muses that besides Captain America, every attempt at super strength has been ill-conceived. But apparently, any normal person would be sent to the ER after just one vial. And Cal took three, so it must have worked a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Morse is trying to mask her pain by talking to Kara, trying to convince her that Ward is manipulating her, just like Bakshi did. But bringing up Ward's past doesn't work because Kara says that Ward already told her everything that he did and was made to do. So Kara says that no matter what, she will always stand with Ward. You can't reason with delusional, I guess. This is
0: sickening in so many ways, but I do love the the subtle dig slash shout out to the hashtag stand with Ward girlies. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, stand with Ward girlies. Not sorry. Fuck yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) You Nazis. Um, So, Agent 33 says the line, I will always stand with Ward. Hashtag stand with Ward was the Twitter hashtag for fans that hoped Ward would turn back into a hero. It's
1: impossible. It's (laughs) not possible. (laughs) That was never going to happen. I'm so glad that they never... Meaningfully. Oh. Good. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> My bad. Keep going.
0: <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I guess it's not a spoiler. S- they never meaningfully try to do a redemption arc with War. Good. Thank fuck. <laughs> like, what we got with the mission on like the last mission of the bus kids
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's as that's as far as it went
1: good i'm happy i'm happy about that you know i was worried about it <laughs> i
0: know you were
1: i was i was really nervous about that <laughs> this has really this has really soothed me <laughs> i'm glad <laughs> um <clears throat> Anyway, so Jiang meets with Raina on a bridge. Very dramatic. Jiang basically is trying to find out is Rain- if Raina is on her side, and Raina flat out says no. <laughs> um, Raina tells her that she has found her true purpose to bring the truth to light, and she knows that the Inhumans will find out the truth about Jiang one way or another. And then Jiang says, "No, they won't." And then she stabs Raina in the neck. <laughs> Oh, my God.
0: Reina. I will remember you. <laughs> remember me. <laughs> okay, now that raina has gone, I can talk about why I feel like she was a missed opportunity. Please. So, with her being as beautiful and manipulative as she was... I think it would have been so cool if her powers had just expanded on that, like like mind control or something, you know? Yeah. And I know that inhuman powers are not, like, they're kind of supposed to be random and have nothing to do with who or what you were pre-transformation, but I still think it would have been interesting to see. Yeah. I do like that she had to grapple with, like, her physical transformation, i.e. not being beautiful anymore, but I, I felt like after she transformed, she was just a device to move the plot forward. And she stopped being such a compelling character. I mean, they literally use her death as a means to move the plot forward. Yeah. It just feels like such a waste. She was such a good character.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think... Um, I, I feel like it's so weird for the powers to not be like, based on who they are as a person. Um, And I was fully expecting her to be, like, fucking terrifying as, like, with powers. And then she just was like, I don't want anybody to see me. I don't want to be here. Um,
0: Please kill me.
1: Yeah. And that she, like, finally was like I feel at peace I feel like I found my purpose here um, and and I am going to I'm gonna do what I feel is right I like that could have been so transformative yeah I do I agree I think that was a waste
0: yeah even if we had gotten more of Raina like with the powers that she has.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: I think that that would have been interesting to see if they had used it. Not that they didn't use it well, but if they had used it well,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah. If they used it to like, I don't know. If they just continued to treat her as like a full, like a well-rounded character instead of just a plot device. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but gasp, Sky saw Jiayin kill Reyna, and so she drops the medallion, which is the only reason that they had her have the medallion. (laughs) That was the only reason for that medallion.
0: (laughs) The medallion was a plot device.
1: (laughs) Wait, okay, but like, literally, Reyna went from being like a very compelling and interesting full... Rounded character to being just as important as this fucking medallion that they used one time. yeah. yeah. That was unnecessary because she could have just been like, Let me know. <laughs> Man. Okay, so Jai Ying tries to say that Raina threatened her, but Skye has seen too much. She realizes that Jai Ying must have killed Gonzalez and started this war on her own. So Sky is getting more and more angry. So Jia Ying's goon hits her over the head and knocks her out. Jia Ying tells him to restrain Sky and basically just like put her somewhere until this war is over. It's a lot. It was a lot, and I feel like, like, what did she think was gonna happen? <laughs> what did Jia Ying think was gonna happen? Because, like, she knows that Sky is not stupid. She was gonna figure it out. She figured out everything else. I don't know.
0: And it's like I don't know. You don't you don't make sure that no one is around before you stab somebody in the neck.
1: Right. You already have somebody like keeping watch for you. Have him watch for sky. <laughs> have more than one person. <laughs> anyway. Um so, Coulson visits Cal again, and it seems Cal was unaware of Jiang's full plan, and he refuses to believe that she would do anything that might hurt Sky. Cal then admits that he created his concoction himself and took it of his own free will, and it was his idea to come under S.H.I.E.L.D. custody, and his plan is to kill as many S.H.I.E.L.D. agents as possible. And why he would say that, I don't know. <laughs> because he's stupid.
0: <laughs> I love him. (laughs) He's like a himbo, but not good.
1: Yeah. (laughs) A bad himbo. So we've come back around to a bimbo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but Kyle McLaughlin makes the boldest choices with this character. And I live for it. Every time.
1: (laughs) He was excellent. He was like, I feel like he really just had so much fun being Cal.
0: Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, he just embodies that crazy so well. Like, (laughs) he read the script and he was like, oh, this guy's a little insane. I'm going to expand on that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let me elaborate. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I I I like that you used the word embodied because I do feel like he really he used his whole body to portray this as well. Yeah. Um, cuz like I mean he's shaking his fingers are twitching like he's like moving around, he's all over the place. Um yeah, I feel like he did a great job. I'm really I'm happy with his performance I hope that he's proud of himself (laughs) I hope you're proud of yourself Kyle good job (laughs) man who's been in the industry for like longer than I've been alive probably you did a (laughs) great job
0: (laughs) yeah take it from two you know late 20s gals (laughs) you did good you done good you got our seal of approval.
1: Two thumbs up, man! Great job. <laughs> Two thumbs up, Kyle. I'm sure he's like, he's probably like won Emmys or something. I don't know, um, but great job. Imagine
0: Kyle McLaughlin of Twin Peaks fame is listening to our Agents of Shield podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's just like, this means so much to me, guys. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, Kyle, come on the pod. <laughs>
0: come on the pod,
1: Kyle. We will shower you with compliments. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. So, moving on. <laughs> Hunter and May find the abandoned Quinjet and the aftermath of the initial fight. Morris is seemingly struggling with the torture when Ward comes in to add more needles under her fingernails. Disgusting. Um, also, how would that add to anything? Like, it's already hurting.
0: <laughs> yeah. At this point, it's already gone numb. Yeah. Well, no, I guess not, because
1: he did the anesthetic and the... Whatever. At this point it's like peak pain and I just don't, I feel like you know, you already have three needles under three fingernails how is a fourth one going to make a difference? (laughs) Anyway. um, So Morse says I've seen the real Grant Ward. He's a coward who always has an excuse or someone else to blame. I literally cheered at this. Fuck yes. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, if fucking... If this line was the only thing to come out of these this little, like, B-line. Um, yeah, this, b, story this line, b plot line. It will have been worth it. <laughs> only for that. <laughs> um, and this little, this fight scene here. I... I loved one particular part of it. Um, so Ward is like, "You don't know me," and literally everyone knows you, man. You're not mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: not that hard to figure out.
1: You're very easy. <laughs> you are not. You're not complicated in the slightest. Um, but Morse has broken free of her bonds, and the fight ensues. And I'm pretty sure she punched him in the dick at one point. And I loved it. And it was the best part of the episode. <laughs> Rewind. (laughs) Slow-mo. Yes. (laughs) Um, Eventually, Kara joins the fight, too, and they overpower Morse. Ward knocks her down and then breaks her leg. Fucking hated that. Again, the reason I hate this plot so much
0: is because it's so upsetting for, like, no
1: reason. Yeah. Like, why are we doing this? That particular part, the, like, break, like... Stomping, the stomping on her, on her leg but it felt so like the worst parts of like a horror or a thriller genre um because you know how like in in horror movies like the a, a big critique is that like men may have like a gruesome death but it's like quick they are like you just see like blood spattering and then it's they move on um but when women get killed in a horror movie it's like slow and agonizing and gruesome and gory and like just uh, gratuitous all the g's Yeah. <laughs> um that's what this felt like and it i ugh. i wanted to see her punch him in the dick and then we could have been done
0: <laughs> yeah i agree
1: um anyway so uh ward asks if Morse has anything to say to kara like a fucking preschool teacher um morris says i do it again bitch i added the bitch but it felt necessary <laughs> um So Kara takes the gun from Ward, but then doesn't shoot her because it's not satisfying enough if Morse isn't sorry or afraid of dying. (laughs) But don't worry, Ward has a plan B, of course. (laughs) Always does. Like, I just... I guess I've never been on a a fucking revenge uh, mission, but I... You've already tortured her, and she's not going to apologize to you. So, like, what else is left? Now it's time to punish her. Although, was the torture not punishment? Exactly. Like, you already did that. (laughs) Yeah. It just felt like... They were like, well, we need to fill some time. Um... So, back at S.H.I.E.L.D., Cal is really freaking out now, while Coulson tries to convince him that Ying was the real monster the whole time, that she must have been the one who made Cal kill their whole village, made Cal take the drugs, and turned Cal into the weapon that Skye has been afraid of this whole time. And then Cal passes out and his heart stops, because he can't even imagine that Ying would do this. (laughs) Um... And Coulson is adamant that they at least try to bring him back to life for Sky's sake, even though he's literally planning to kill all of them, and he said so. <laughs> so Simmons gives him a, a shot of adrenaline, and then Cal wakes up. Mmm, mm, bad, bad idea. Yeah, like taking him he, out of the cell at all was a bad idea. Truly, tr- just bring Simmons there. <laughs> If anything. Um, but also, like, he looks like a completely different actor. Is this is this still Kyle MacLachlan? Yes, it is. Just with a like, lot of
0: prosthetics
1: on. Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> I literally said, why does he look like that? Ew! <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Hyde. Yeah. They did a great... Listen. The makeup department? Great job. You did a great job. He looked like a completely different person. <laughs> not that I'm not that I'm the greatest at differentiating between people. <laughs> you also thought it was
0: a different actor when um they did the de-aging on him.
1: I did. I did. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I'm not I'm <laughs> You did a great job regardless. <laughs> Even though I'm not the best judge of this. <laughs> I thought two separate people were the oh. same person and I thought one person has been three different people. But
0: <laughs> That just goes to show what a great actor Kyle MacLachlan is.
1: Yeah. You know, he's great, the makeup department's great, everybody's doing a great job.
0: Everybody's doing great. Their best.
1: Everybody's great. <laughs> um anyway. So Fitz hints Coulson and Simmons icers, and Simmons offers more lethal options, as she says, Um, but Coulson doesn't want to kill Skye's father unless they absolutely have to. I appreciate that he cares about Skye, and that he doesn't want to, like, cause her any more pain than necessary. I feel like this is the time, though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You kind of have to. (laughs) My
0: first thought like, just now, the thing that popped into my head was, like, just kill him and tell her that you had no choice.
1: Literally. Like, like, she's not gonna know. She's not there. She's not there. <laughs> and you have two, at least two witnesses who she will trust <laughs> to say <laughs> that it was time.
0: <laughs> what does that say about us?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know.
0: That we have a level of self-preservation that Coulson does not. I guess.
1: (laughs) Maybe, maybe, okay, maybe he just has more confidence in his own ability to subdue Cal than we do. (laughs) Yeah, maybe so. That's what it is. He's, he's like, no, I can do this. And we're like, fucking no, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't try. <laughs> You're going to get everyone else killed in the meantime. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Cal realizes that adrenaline was the missing piece of his homemade concoction. And, okay, imagine, because he's spent 25 years <laughs> working on this formula. <laughs> and then Bucky, the people that he hates the most, S.H.I.E.L.D., are the ones who figure it out for him.
0: <laughs> uh, man, just, just <laughs> wailing on him left and right. Yeah. Just punch after punch after punch, S.H.I.E.L.D. is getting... Poor guy, honestly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Coulson tries to tell Cal again that this was all Yang's doing, but Cal does not care at this point. He says that he's always done whatever Jai Ying tells him to do, and that's why she loves him. That's sad. Her love language is acts of service. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh. And then he throws like a giant vat of it's. I think it said oxygen at Coulson through a window, and then begins to chase him around the base. It was something gen. It was either oxygen or hydrogen. Nitrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, whatever. That's another one. That is one. (laughs) (laughs) All the gens. (laughs) All the Jennifers, (laughs) and. Shout out to all the Jennifers. All the... Great job, Jennifers. <laughs> um, and also, a great opportunity to see Coulson run again. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's our favorite. Um, so Mac catches Lincoln and a group of Inhumans carrying an unconscious sky through the halls of the ship. He sees that she has her power inhibitors on... Which is interesting. Those are useful, now that they can use it against her. Hmm. Hmm. Of course. Hunter and May talk about how weird love is, when suddenly Hunter's GPS picks up Morse's phone, finally. And it's, of course, a trap, but Hunter doesn't care, and they immediately head that direction. So, Jeffrey Bell
0: talked about the visual effects in general throughout the season, and in the episodes themselves, saying... Visual effects are a big part of our show, and some of them are invisible, and some of them are very dramatic. And the fact that there's no real planes in our show, and you just accept the fact that, oh, that's a plane, is pretty cool. We could do it because it was our finale, but to their credit, they had very little turnaround time for any of those effects.
1: That is cool. They did a great job.
0: I, like, it is, it's hard to like <clears throat> grapple with the idea. There are no real planes on this show.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that so, like, I guess, do you think they just have, like, one kind of cockpit setup and they just use that with a green screen for every, every cockpit that they use?
0: <laughs> Maybe. I think they probably have one Quinjet and one uh, plane.
1: Well, now probably they only have Quinjets.
0: But before... Yeah.
1: Anyway, so Ward and Kara have bound and gagged Morris so that she is sat watching a door with a timed uh, trigger gun or whatever aimed at it um, so that the first person who walks in will be immediately shot in the head. And I mean, like, May and Hunter are very different heights, so I don't know about, like, particularly their, like, heads exploding, Um (laughs) But I guess it's not the point. (laughs) It's the principle of the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Also, like, does Ward, if he's assuming that Hunter is coming after her, does he know how tall Hunter is? Because they didn't really work together.
0: Yeah. What if the bullets just, like, spray past his head?
1: Literally. (laughs) Like... How do you we know where be go- standing? <laughs> Ward did it for, like, his own height, because he assumes that every man is the same height as him or something. <laughs> um, and then it just, like, goes over Hunter's head. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, it's not the point. Um, so Gordon and his goons fairly easily take over the room on the ship with the rock Liquid rock thing. Um, <laughs> and Mac goes after Sky but gets turned around by a woman who can duplicate herself, I guess. <laughs> quadruplicate herself. Um, and Lincoln shocks the power to the whole ship. Um, Weaver is desperately trying to get in touch with Coulson to warn him. And Mac is the only person left fighting on the lower decks. And all he has is a backpack and an axe. And it's very, like very (laughs) titanic-esque so titanic of him so titanic of him i bet he's gonna like float away on a door or something i'll never let go jack (laughs) he's like damn it i could have been done with this i was quitting today um wait
0: can i go on a side tangent about please titanic someone pointed out That at the end of Titanic, when she's floating on the door, she says, I love you. And Jack does not say it back. (gasps) No.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Was it because he was already dead? (laughs) I don't know.
0: But like, you have to think about it. And it's like.
1: They had known each other like, what, three days?
0: Yeah, it was like, couldn't have been more than a week like it's so funny to think about where she's like she's known she's known this man for like three days they had sex once and she's like I love you and he's like stay alive for me
1: Rose (laughs) 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 he's like I don't want to be like responsible for your death because that would make me feel bad. But uh, this is a little much.
0: <laughs> going a little fast here.
1: <laughs> we are we are about to die and we are moving too fast. <laughs> oh my god, imagine, imagine.
0: <laughs> he's like shivering, like teeth chattering and he's like
1: Uh, I actually, I I wanted to take it slow. I wasn't looking for anything serious. (laughs) Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, Okay. We are like so close to done.
1: Yeah. Um, so, over at HQ, Fitz and Simmons lure Cal into the garage so that Coulson can run a car into him and trap him against the wall. Cal
0: is so easy to bait. All the brawn, <laughs> none of the brains. Like we said,
1: the bad himbo, the bimbo. The bimbo. <laughs> Even when they stopped, he was just like, why are you stopping? <laughs> Let's go, guys. <laughs> Um, so, uh, the Inhumans have taken over the ship. jae arrives and takes out a Terrigen crystal and says, Now we begin. Hate that. Hate that. <laughs> what a cliffhanger. <laughs> so now it's time for the post-content content! <laughs> and there's no post-content content. Again! Again! You keep doing that to us. What the fuck? <laughs> At least on this one, this was a part one. The one before this one, that sucked.
0: So I was thinking about that, actually, and I'm pretty sure that the post-content content content for that was a trailer for
1: Age of Ultron. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well. I guess that's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um... So on how the different storylines throughout the series led up to this point, executive producer Jeffrey Bell stated that the challenge that we keep seeing is keeping it fresh so it doesn't feel like the same piece of story all season. You want to find a way to mix it up. If this was an HBO show, this would be season four, and you could look back and go, well, the first season introduced these characters. The second season was more of, oh, Hydra's in shield, and the third one is Sky is becoming a superhero. And then getting to the middle of this season, and now we're sort of getting into this inhuman world. We've tried to make the flavoring different. We've tried to tell different stories with different combinations of the same people, so it doesn't feel like you're getting different versions of the same story
1: every week. That is interesting how just how much story they've covered in only two seasons. Yeah. It's that, that twenty-two literally... episode
0: season, baby. We need to go yeah. back
1: to it. Hell yeah! It gave us. It just it gave us so much more content. It gave us like, more to dissect within each episode.
0: It gave us filler episodes, which is yeah. really just character, character
1: episode. Yeah. yeah, character episodes. Which are objectively the best episodes. Yes. Um. <sighs> So, but yeah. overall thoughts. Just so much happened in this episode. I was truly on the edge of my seat the whole time. Yeah. It was really good. What about you?
0: Um, I'm just really looking forward to part two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, um, just a reminder for you guys. Um, I don't know if we've gotten any new listeners since last season, but we will be doing our email episode uh, at the end of this season. So yes. if you want, send in those emails to agents of podcast at gmail.com and we'll try to read everyone on the show. So
1: we should okay, we should give them like a topic to to talk about in their emails. Talk about season 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Who was who was your favorite new character in season 2? And tell and tell us why. Yeah. And if if I had a different opinion about them, let me know and we can debate it. Okay. Except not really cuz I don't I don't like debating, but <laughs>
0: It'll be a one sided debate where you have their argument and you can make your own and they can't and respond. I will win. <laughs> so that concludes our episode on season two, episode 21, SOS part one. Yeah. Next week we'll be covering season two, episode 22, SOS part two. So stay tuned for that. Okay, bye. Bye. Love you.